Welcome, everybody, to Making Enemies. I'm Chris. With me, as always, are Russ. Hey there. Who is rocking out over there. And Dave. Hey. And uh, we also are joined by Mitch Metalhead. Hello. And our... (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) And our very, very good friend, Mike. Hello. Oh, come on, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> Coming in absolutely Hello. scalding surface of the sun hot. Hello. It's <laughs> just how I sound, Russ. God. Oh, I'm so <laughs> bored with you guys. We, uh, as you can tell, we are going slowly insane. For you, uh, some time has passed, but for us, it has been maybe 20 minutes. Uh, we are now in part two of our top Metallica songs countdown. We got all the way up through our number eight, so we uh, we need to keep things moving today and uh, work through our work our way through our list. Um, chances are, if, if you're here now, you've listened to part one, and if you haven't listened to part one, what are you doing? Like, what psychopath comes in in the middle of a countdown? That's crazy. Um, also, consider going back and listening to some of our other heavy metal episodes, uh, which we've been doing lately. Um, we've got some stuff about best '90s metal albums, best uh, of 2021 reviews and pitches for stuff that we liked uh, and some other stuff. Um, Let's see. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Very good. Uh, Does anybody want to get anything off their chest before we jump right back into the list? Anyone have a good bowel movement in between episodes? I'm saving mine for the next break. All right, Mitch. (laughs) I I like to get these man boobs off my chest. (laughs) Go to the gym. I have a load on my chest right now. I'm just going to leave it there, though. Jesus Christ. Mike, you have any zingers you want to drop on us before we fucking move on? I think Mitch is uh, taking taking care of those. Yeah. All right, look. So, uh, like we said in the last episode, we're working our way from 10 to 1, our top Metallica songs of all time. We did 10, 9, and 8 last episode. Um, There were some really... Good picks. There were some non-Metallica songs on the Metallica list. That was great. Good picking, everybody. Um, I so, really hope. I really hope someone's. I hope someone's number one is a is not a Metallica. Song. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. it was. It was almost Bread Fan. Apparently, Bread yeah. Fan almost made it. Yeah. yeah. God, fucking <sighs> crisis averted sick. on that one. Um. Hey, look. Why don't we just get right back into it? We've got places to be. This is. Uh, it's the weekend. Sure. We're wasting time here. Um, I'm just vamping at this point. Russ, why don't you restart us with your number seven? Okay. Yeah, so this one is not a repeat. So it should God. be interesting. Um, I mean, it's incredibly hard to pick these songs. So, but as we all probably did listen to Metallica nonstop in order to compile this stuff, I came up with Phantom Lord as my number Whoa. seven. Holy shit. <laughs> Wow. I guess it's not a favorite of uh, the bunch here. No, I was convinced that this was going to be my only other song that was not going to be a <laughs> oh. duplicate. <laughs> oh I thought you God. like were like, this song blows! Oh! <laughs> no, it's fucking great. <laughs> no, I love, th- I love this song. It's, it, it has everything it, it included in it, especially like the one, you know, like the interlude part, which is like, I think like 240 into the song or something. And then, like, right after that, it's just, like, riffing plus 
solos like every <laughs> 10 seconds <laughs> until oh, yeah. the song ends. Like incredible. Like I love a, it. Like, like the pop punk thrash vibe of that main riff. I don't know. I love this song. Like this was actually when I got, as told earlier, when I finally got this album, this was the one I gravitated to, gravitated to the most. And as I do with like most albums or what have you, I probably I listened to this song on repeat about a hundred times before I really listened to anything else. So I absolutely love this song. Great pick. So, so I originally had this song as my number one. Wow. <laughs> You're going to say that about every song now? Yes, I will. <laughs> so so if you were to, before I put this list together, if you were to ask me, what is your favorite Metallica song? My we top, did. It's called this list. Before I finalized this list, I would have said Breadfan, Phantom Lord, or Freight Ends of Sanity. Like those would have been my number one picks for like favorite Metallica songs. Um, but by the time I finished this list and went through my like my 10th version of it, Phantom Lord didn't make it, which is weird. <laughs> but um, it is... So you're, you're completely neurotic, basically. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. You're just discovering that. Awesome. Um, <laughs> In real time. <laughs> yeah. Everything that's been said about the song, it's it's amazing. I love it. It's it's one of my go-to songs. Like when I pull out Metallica, it's, it's one of my favorite songs off of Kill Em All. Just the riffing, the soloing, the catchiness of it, that part that Russ so skillfully hummed. It's just amazing. I love the song. I don't want to hear anything about Hip Hip Hip. <laughs> this song, give me a break. This is like... Oh, shut the fuck up. It's a, <laughs> yeah, two, people, great, two other people just say they loved it. This, now is, it's a great, a pick. this is a great song. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not on my list. Like, what... This would never cross my mind as like a top 10 pick for a Metallica song. There are so many other ones I would pick. Yeah, ditto for sure to Straw, dude. <laughs> Same exact comment from me about your pick. Great. So even Steven, so, like, get out of here. Yeah. This is this is why we need this is why we need the metaverse because I want to see you guys like digitally fight each other, <laughs> like put on your fucking helmets. While while Short of Straw plays for, for round one and Phantom Lord. Phantom Lord for round two. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the fucking soloing in the song is phenomenal. I like the high energy. I, I just think this is a really obscure pick. And to hear that you guys love it so much is, I, I feel like weird saying like, I have to go back and listen to Phantom Lord. But yeah, I guess I'll listen to it more. Yeah, your finger is not on the pulse. It's up your ass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike liked that one. Thanks for laughing, Mike. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? It, Mitch, it's you, number seven. All right, my number seven is Battery. I, I don't know what else to say about it. I Like I said, I had put like 10 versions of lists together. A couple of my versions didn't have Battery, and I knew I failed. And I had to start all over and do it again. And uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know what else to add about it, the song. It's great. Solid. Agreed. No arguments. Agreed. Mike? Do you want to give us a uh, number seven? Yep. So number seven is Through the Never. Oh, shit. Not an obscure song, but I'm not sure if if it really jumps out to other people. Um, I don't. I didn't it think. Was, Go ahead, Dave. No, sorry. No, no. I was going to say like this was going to be my number ten. Oh, I guess it bumped it to eleven. I think going into the list, I was like, oh, I like this song, but I didn't really think too much about it. And the more I listened, um. 
I mean, it's, it's Black Album, so it's got awesome production. Um, the riffing is really good. Um, love his vocals. The bridge riff, or I'll call it the bridge, I don't know, like where he's shouting on through the never we must go. Super fun part. Love that. Um, this also has one of my other favorite solos from Kirk. Um, it's not quite as long, quite as epic as The Unforgiven, but it's got a really good solo. Um, it's I played this maybe 500 times, not quite a thousand. Um, but yeah, I love the solo. It's awesome. So yeah. That's all I got. Nah, great song. Um, perhaps a, a giveaway as far as what would be on the rest of my songs on my list, but that would be my number one. That's one of my favorite songs from the Black Album. So good pick. Yeah, this was on my long list, I guess. This like on my first pass of songs. I was like, oh, this is definitely in in consideration for sure. Um, for all the reasons you mentioned. Like just just playing that main riff is like a good hand warm-up, if nothing else, for playing guitar. Um, but yeah, you're right. That other that little bridge piece where it's sort of not chanty, but like driving. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's super, super cool. And the song, I don't know, doesn't get like a lot of call outs. Um, I don't know. I guess they did title their that whatever that music video movie thing is through the never. So whatever. But um right. uh yeah, black album. Good hey, that's a good album. Yeah. <laughs> it it's one of my favorite picks from that album too. Like I, I originally thought, like, how do I get through the never and don't tread on me on my top ten? And I couldn't get them on my top ten. And but I do I do love the song. So it didn't make my top ten, but I like it a lot. So, All right. you guys know I'm not a huge fan of the Black Album. <laughs> In case the listener didn't know, I I would never think of this song as a top Metallica song. I I actually don't even like the song. <laughs> so, there you go. That part that you're talking about, it, I think is like unbelievably corny sounding. Ah, do, do, never. Yeah. So that's my two cents. Well, yeah, when, when you sing it <laughs> yeah. like that, I mean, come on. Not a fan. But not surprised either. That's kind of the reason we had you on, why we have uh, our guests on, is because you have to have wow. divergent opinions. Yeah. Russ, we will we will never have any guests again after they see how we treat them. They're never going to want to <laughs> come back. <laughs> Man. All right, well, Dave. I, well, uh, in in the spirit of, of my list being mostly repeats so far, this is the first repeat where I have the exact same ranking of somebody else. So my number seven is Phantom Lord. Phantom Lord. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know what that in, means. In, in, in other words, <laughs> that's a shitty it's pick. Eat shit with your shitty pick. Eat shit. You don't like my pick. Fuck your pick. <laughs> Even though you like my pick. So, so, so why is it that the older generation here likes Phantom Lord? I, listen, I, I think I, like we I, like I, I don't like it. I do like it. No, well, we mentioned this really, really early on, right? I had said that this album was the first cassette ever that I had bought from Metallica, right? So this was my introduction to Metallica, my introduction to metal really in general. So I definitely have, but the songs are awesome, but it's also sentimental to a large degree. I don't know. I'd, I'd imagine similarly, maybe 
Mike and Chris, perhaps songs you have further up on your list may be more around the first type of songs you had heard from Metallica, perhaps. I don't know. But my top three is King Nothing, Hero of the Day, and Until It's oh. So <laughs> <laughs> those are the first Metallica songs I heard. So. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. That's why he needed some reconvincing. Um, All right. Uh, Let me go with my number seven is Sad But True. Um, We talked about this song, I think, on our 90s metal albums episode. It was weeks ago, I guess, at this point. Um, Prior to me hearing Shortest Straw, like, the intro to this song was the heaviest thing I'd ever heard. (laughs) Um, Because, like, this this was on K-Rock in the 90s. Not as much, I guess, as like Enter Sandman was, but this was on the radio. And I didn't know what I was hearing when I was hearing it until I got like more into metal and Metallica later on. Um, I will admit that the main riff now is a little is a little corny, but as Mike has pointed out in his previous Black Album picks, the production is like insane. The solo guitar tones are untouchable on this song. Um, it's it's fun to sing along to. They always play this one live, I think. Um, and I know, Mike, you and I at least, like, I know I always do, and I imagine you do too, is play air drums during the intro. Oh, every yeah. single time without fail. Can't not do that. It's just so, it's just a really fun song. Um, I will tell you it's my only Black Album song on this list. I, I knew I, I, I know I wanted to include just one, uh, at least one. Um, there were four up for grabs, I will say, but I wanted to I wanted to put this one here. I think this is my favorite. I mean, it must be my favorite one on the album. Yeah, so I think what makes this song also awesome is they're detuned down to D, so it's super heavy sounding because they hardly they hardly tuned down at the time. I think before this they tuned down for um, the thing that should not be was in D. So this this just gave it a whole new heavy feel that you don't really get on their other songs. Um, yeah, love this song. I, I go ahead, Mitch. I was just gonna say I'm still laughing at Russ's face when Chris said "sad but true." I was I wasn't gonna say that this episode is gonna be, get more belligerent as we go along. Just <laughs> in, after seeing Russ's expression on there, but I, this is not one of my favorite songs on the album. So it's really interesting. It's interesting hearing you talk about it, and I re- totally respect kind of where you're coming from and the vibe from it. Um, but yeah, I mean, not, not. My, I think through the never would probably be my favorite song on the album. Um, but whatever. So, so for all the reasons I don't like shortest straw, I also don't like sad but true. <laughs> <laughs> what reasons are those? But How are repetitive, yeah. kind of. Doesn't get very interesting. Like the riffs are not very interesting. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I think the repetitiveness repetitiveness gets more annoying to me than anything else uh, on that song and like and shortest straw. Um, I totally get why people like it, and I get why you like it, Chris. And I don't think that's a bad thing or anything like that. Like it's catchy, it's fun. Like it's, they're great things. But again, there's 50 songs I'm going to choose from for Metallica, and it's not going to be my top 10. Right on. <laughs> yeah, I think I described this as like Metallica's walk, which I don't mm, like yeah, either. No. I think it's boring as fuck. Like, <laughs> kind of what Mitch said. 
about the the riff. I don't know. It is heavy. I could see why you might like it for that reason, but I I don't like the song at all. That's it. Wow, good. Resounding. All right. I'm going to collect my emotions. <laughs> Kick it over to Russ. Wipe, wipe the te- wipe, wipe your tears off your cheek there. Well, you can get ready to like annihilate my pick now. Unless you unless you like the song. <laughs> Find out. Uh, why don't you hit us with your number six? All right. So this, uh, just guessing what you guys might think. This is going to be another one that hasn't been mentioned yet. Um, this is the one that I would consider like my dark horse pick. I know you're saying it might was I was chalk before this, unless you don't count Phantom Lord in the chalk. But uh, my number six is Trapped Under Ice, <laughs> which I, hmm. to me, it's I love. I was I was telling uh, Dave yesterday, like I just love the super thrash style Metallica more than I like other versions of Metallica. So, I mean, to me, this is like. Other than fight fire with fire, maybe like this is the other example of like pure fucking thrash Metallica song, and I it's just I don't know it's it's like intense, super intense, super heavy. So it speaks to me in that way, and I always I've always liked the song. It's not something I think as a Metallica fan like people are like, oh you know what my favorite song is Trapped Under Ice. Like nobody's gonna say that, but it's number six on my top ten. So obviously I think it's phenomenal. It's a good song. It's definitely one of the lesser, you know, it's not as popular out from the album. Um, I always get that confused with Escape. I think they're next to each other in the track listing. I just yeah, can never remember next. which one's which. Um, I would always hit next twice to get the creepy <laughs> tag. That's kind of what I... <laughs> uh, no, I'm a fan of this one. I, I like this song. It's a good one. I, I like Trapped Under Ice a lot too. Like, I originally was thinking of putting this on the list as like one of those like, obscure picks like if you can consider any of their songs obscure but um i i like it a lot too it just didn't make my number 10 but it's a lot of fun i i I can't remember what venue it was i want to say birch hill maybe but one of those clubs used to play trapped under the ice every single time was there and it that like stuck (laughs) in my head too so i don't know that also played into liking the song a lot but anyways Love it. Just didn't What's make my... What's the song called again? <laughs> Trapped Under Ice. <laughs> okay. uh, there you go. <laughs> what did I say? Trapped Under the Ice. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you could say about the song is like a little cheesy lyrics, but... And you're like, it's the old James singing style too. He's like, Freezing! Death fell at all! But I love the song though. Yeah, it's a fun thrashy song. Uh, yeah, I, I, like it wouldn't make my it wouldn't be my top among my top picks, but it's not it's not a bad song. I I know Dave, you were joking like hitting skip twice because you basically go from fade to black to creeping death if you do that. Yep. Like, yep, I do that. I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know that move. <laughs> um, thumbs up, Mitch. Thumbs up. Number six. Are we on six? Okay, we're on uh, six. So I feel like this may be controversial because. It's probably higher up on everybody's list. Um, I have Blackened as my number six. Um, I think it's just an incredibly heavy and fast song. It's super thrashy and like speed metal-y without being like Slayer speed metal. 
um, but still like that Metallica sound. Uh, it it's it's catchy, it's fun to play. It's one of those examples of I, I don't know how to explain it, but like in the middle of the song where they're like opposition, opposition, like. They, te- they have a lot of songs where they'll, like, say a word and then they'll just, like, expand on that word a lot, like like Four Horsemen and, like, like other stuff like that. Um, so this is, like, one of those classic writing themes that they do. It's just an awesome song. Like, every time I hear it, I want to headbang. I want to jump around and punch people in the face. So that's my number six. <laughs> I agree with everything you just said about that song. There's, like, this is fantastic. Um the only thing I would add is like, I found the intro riff because it's in an odd timing, just like right. confounding for so long. Whether even totally. just, just listening to it, let alone like playing it, I could just never wrap my head around like where to kind of come in. Um, and the I, the other thing I'll, I guess I'll add about it here is like that it's another one of those like killer kickoff songs, like killer first songs on the album with that intro. That's the part that's super high and bendy, but it's reversed the track. The audio is completely backwards and then they play that straight. So it gives you this really weird sound that was new really for that band, for them um, at the time. And that kind of pulled me in and then they hit you with that just sick opening moment. Um, So yeah, man, this is, this is, this is a killer song. I love this song. Yeah, I have thirds on that. Like, the song is fucking incredible. And Chris, you're spot on as far as, like, there's some, there are a lot of songs where Metallica has that, where there's something, like a nuance with the rhythm that's just not... The song sounds straightforward, but it's not straightforward, right? And it, it just... It, when you try to learn it, you're like, what the fuck? Why can't yeah. I get this? Yeah. yeah. Kirk's solo is just, like, totally insane on the song. Exactly. <laughs> He just goes completely insane. Uh, so Jason Newstead wrote the main riff to this song or like some version of it that James like tweaked and made better maybe. But so this is one of Jason Newstead's three total writing credits in his entire Metallica career. Wow. <laughs> what were the other two? Um, The God That Failed and Where the Wild Things Are on Load. Yeah, I think. That actually, I think you're right. I think those yeah. are That's only song. three. <laughs> or is that is that on reload? What the fuck is that? It's on reload. That one's on reload. Yeah. Oh, no wonder I don't know it. <laughs> I, I yeah, now I, mean, I now understand why they only allowed him to write one song. <laughs> <laughs> he should have quit while he was ahead. This is definitely one of the best songs on uh, Justice. No doubt. Have you listened to the the intro like not reversed like the original? Yeah. Yeah, YouTube is YouTube is full of that clip. Yeah. It's like fine. Like I wonder if they wrote that and were like, oh, I wonder if it's better reversed or like did they plan <laughs> on it doing it from the beginning? Like, I don't know. That, so that's what Jason wrote. And they were like <laughs> <and then laughs> just change it, completely change it. The fuck with him. <laughs> Guys, wouldn't it be funny if we took the only thing he wrote? played it in reverse, and then cut out his bass for the entire album. (laughs) (laughs) Does that, I mean, while we're on the topic, let's quickly, does that bother anybody that, like, the production on this album, on this one in particular? The lack of, you care? I mean, you're not bassist, so. The lack of bass doesn't really bother me. Um, 
it's kind of like muddled or like there's something about the guitar tone that needs to be remastered, you know, but it's really heavy. Like I do like it, but it's, it's, it should be way crisper and better. Like, yeah, the ultimate mix wasn't amazing. Um, but I still like it. I feel like the bass, you could hear it. It's just like a womp sound in like the background of every song. <laughs> that's what I hear as, but I don't know what they just like flattened his like bass sound. And that's all you hear. You don't hear any of the notes or anything. Well, what they do, what they actually did was they're like mixing it. And Lars is like, okay, turn the bass down until you can just barely hear it. Then turn it down wow. six more decibels. <laughs> that's actually what happened fuck oh my god hey wow. welcome to the band asshole <laughs> so, uh mike okay so, so I, was, I was just gonna say on youtube you can hear versions of that album with the bass boosted up and jason actually does a lot of cool stuff on it so like the original album i don't like it doesn't take away much like the songs are so awesome without the bass mixing well but when you hear the remix version with his bass in you're like oh he was adding something to the band. It is actually pretty good that he's doing. But the songs are still great. Yeah. You do lose a lot if you don't have all the instruments being heard. I mean, the stuff Cliff used to do, especially if you listen to live stuff that Cliff was on, it's so good. I mean, so, yeah. All right, who's up? Mike, I think you're up next with number six. Uh, so I got Ride the Lightning. <laughs> Title track off the album Ride the Lightning. In case you didn't know. <laughs> Which album is that on? <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> Who sings that? Um, so the intro's super iconic. Um, it's just a fun song. Like the chorus, I don't know. Something about it's really fun. Um, the solo is like a minute and a half long. Um, and it goes through like a few different rhythms and like beats and stuff through the solo. It's kind of like this long journey you go on. Uh, so the solo is really well done. Um, yeah, just a really fun song. I, I feel like Russ. Agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was laughing. Next person. Total, total dead silence. <laughs> Next. Everybody's, Next person. Nobody cares about Nobody cares about this fucking song. I'm kidding. I love this song. No, this song's true. great. Song's, yeah. Song's I love awesome. this song. I'm kidding. Jesus. Yeah, this is a great song. This can't be happening to me. Did, did you guys know this is about the electric chair? <laughs> yeah, he says strapped to the electric chair in the song. So. And the cover is an electric chair of the album. Surprise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did learn that this is uh, something I think Stephen King wrote in one of his books. Uh, the term ride the lightning for you know, being electrocuted to death. That's where they got it from. Yeah, apparently it's in the stand. I mean, this is, this, the Ride the Lightning album is, the to me, the first four songs are just like nonstop incredible. So this just kind of, yeah. and, and it sort of ramps up, I guess. Like, Fight Fire with Fire is good. Ride the Lightning's better. Then it hits for whom the bell tolls and then fade to black. Like it's just this ascending scale as you go through. So like this is just a fun part of that journey on the way up for me. Like I have no complaints with this. I love that little intro harmony that they do. Um you're right, the solo is super yeah. long, goes on. I forever. wanted to ask you guys about that. Your guitarist dudes. What up? What's up with like what is the note 
like what is he what are they playing at the beginning of that song because it's very original interesting sounding yeah it's just like a two part guitar harmony but it's an unusual like melody i guess it's a melody sort of weird yeah definitely not something you hear on any other song i remember i did note little factoid uh mustaine is as is a co writer is listed as a co-writer of Ride the Lightning. Yep. The song. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I think he has a few writing credits on this record. Yeah. But I also had a note that uh this is the period where like you know they're still early on in the band and like Hetfield was not he had like a like a confidence problem as far as like performing and singing and playing. So like they offered the the, the lead singer gig to John Bush from Armored Saint, and he turned it down <laughs> because Armored Saint was like doing so good at the time. So he he basically That's crazy. like yeah he basically gave up like a billion dollars by not joining. <laughs> also, like what would Metallica have been without James Hetfield? A lot differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to forget how young they were. Like when when one came out and they performed that live and everything, it, it they were like 24, 25 years old when that album came out. So it's it's just unimaginable like how young they were, how awesome those albums were, the influence they had. So like having something like a confidence issue at that age is just it's just totally normal. I mean, any age, but yeah. Lars was twenty one when this album came out. Well. And I love John Bush. Uh, he's like one of my favorite vocalists, but, and I like Armored Saint a lot, but I can't imagine him being the singer of fucking Metallica. <laughs> so. I like his Anthrax songs. Good pick. 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 Number six. Dave. Dave. Number six. Dave. Wow. <laughs> so I, I get one finally that's not a repeat. I think I've had. Yes. <laughs> my number six is Welcome Home Sanitarium. Whoa. Um. I mean, you hear this song and your reaction is, I immediately have to go learn this. <laughs> like, there is no other option. I have to go do it. Even just when we've jammed the collectively here, um, I play it. I, I'll, I'll play like the opening riff. And Chris, you just, you come in with like the full song. <laughs> like, it's just like, we know it. It's your memorized. Body, it's there. Trained, yeah. It's muscle memory, you know? Um, I mean, th- this song's incredible. You know, it could easily be higher. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I got on it. Yeah, it's one, uh, one of my favorites from the record, I would say. Um, However, it's kind of funny. There's um, there's a song called Rainbow Warrior from this band called Bleak House in 1980. It's basically the exact same clean riff. Uh, very similar. <laughs> so I don't know if he was inspired by it, ripped it off subconsciously. We, maybe never even heard it. I don't know. But it sounds pretty much identical. Is this is this their Led Zeppelin Stairway, from Hev- <laughs> Stairway to Heaven controversy? Yeah, maybe. Same thing where they get, where they get sued. I feel like I, I did hear this somewhere but, at some point. Yeah, look yeah. it up. You'll laugh. Um, I mean, that's the only similarities. This one little clean part. It's like the same basic progression. Uh, but yeah, this this song is amazing. Um, there's a lot of depth to it. Like a lot of great solos, great rhythms. Um, yeah, this song is a blast. 
and has a really familiar structure that they kind of led with uh, with Fade to Black, right? Like this is basically the same song structure, more or less, in that it's this long uh, ballady sort of couple of minutes, and then it ends on this crazy, crazy outro that's much heavier. Um, no complaints having the song this high, like or on, on the list at all, honestly. Um, it's just fun to, yeah, it's fun to play. It's fun to sing along to. Yeah. Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great song. This this song is amazing, and I, like his solo writing on it. Like each solo is a song in itself, and yes. like, I think like when you hear solos now, people are just like, oh, it's it's an exercise to show how awesome I can move my fingers and yep. complicated yep. patterns. And you listen to the solos like on this song and just like Metallica in general. They're song. They're songs in themselves. Like he probably spent just as long writing those solos as like writing the song and everything else, and they stick with you. Um, so I, 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 I love the song. I, I think the intro, like like you were mentioning that riff, the sound effects on that, the do no 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 like when I think of chorus pedals, I'm always trying to get a chorus pedal that sounds like Sanitarium. And like that's always my goal when I hear a chorus pedal. And and for the record, it's Strymon. Just get a Strymon pedal. It sounds like Sanitarium. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, hey, but, no ads well, unless they start sponsoring this yeah. podcast. No ads. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but they should be. <laughs> um, so I, I love I, I love this song. It's just it's fantastic. The production, the soloing, the riffing. Um, I think I heard this song. I, I remember like playing some, I was probably playing like an Elder Scrolls game when I first heard this game song. And so whenever I hear it again, I just have these memories of going on an adventure in the woods. In, the, <laughs> in, the moonlight. in your mom's basement. <laughs> in my mom's basement. Fucking um, never change, man. Seriously, just be you. Just you be you, dude. Like, get it. That's great. And, and, then, and then one of my uh, cute memories of this song is when I... <laughs> When I was first learning to play guitar, um, I, I learned this song. And I remember being in somebody's basement and Dave was there. And somebody was playing the riff and I just started playing the solo. And I was like a month into learning guitar. And they're like, holy shit, you can play guitar now. And I was just like, yes, that's me. You know, so it's like my first accomplishment on guitar was learning the solos of the song, learning the riffs and stuff like that. So that that's cute. That's, my, that, that's Super a very cute. cute story. Yeah. That is so cute. Yeah, I'm going to remove my Hello Kitty bow tie now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll jump in with my number six. There is, let's see, one, two, three. Okay, uh, this is a repeat for me. Uh, I've got one here. Um, no further comments. If you guys are good, <laughs> turns out one is a good song. I feel like this song could really be, like, if someone had this at 10 or one or five, It'd be like, great, great pick. Good spot. Like, you know, it's like, you know. Love it. Perfect. Right in the right yeah, place. Great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you think there are any Metallica fans that are like, one sucks? Sure. Yeah. I mean, all right, let's move. Let's keep it moving. We're at number five. Guys, we cracked the top five. Can you believe it? Top um, five. Holy shit. Russ. Your number five Metallica song of all time. All right. So this won't be no surprise. And I'm, I haven't heard it 
It's another non-repeat. I mean, I am going first, I guess, so. <laughs> but <laughs> mine is Damage Incorporated. It's always been one of my faves. It's fucking balls to the wall, full force, fury, Metallica, fucking thrash metal. I mean, <laughs> what else are you going to say? That's it's the like, name of this episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> full force, balls to the wall, fucking frantic energy, Metallica. <laughs> Part like, one. I, I could go through a wall after if listen while listening to the song. I mean, it's just the energy you get from it. I mean, his the riffing and then like the, the part where it breaks down is like dan 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 on top of the other fucking furious fast riff that's the main riff of the song. Sing that one. No. Um, <laughs> but like this is the one where like as a kid you're like that, you know he has that one he's like fuck it all and fucking no regrets I mean it's amazing I love every second of it and I'm I actually was this is one where I'll be like Mitch and be like I was considering it as number one but trying to parse five to one is like almost impossible so I just I put it as number five love it I love everything about it great fucking pick I, I I will say actually I, this is not in my t- top ten at all, but I oh. fucking love this song. <laughs> yeah, th- this was a runner-up for me for sure. I do wonder if the intro could be shorter. I was just gonna say you had said there were, you you had said like there's oh, not like any part you would want to skip. I'm like I always skip the intro, <laughs> like 40, 40 seconds, like just cut it out. Right. It sets a cool vibe, and when the guitars come in, yeah. it's really epic. I just think they could compress that down, like yeah, by twenty or thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to 1986 and tell them to change it. Call Fleming Rasmussen. Like <laughs> I love how they shit on him as like, he's not really a producer, but he produced all of their good albums. <laughs> Who said that? Bob Rock? I've heard Lars say it a bunch of times in interviews. Wow. Like he wasn't really a really producer. <laughs> wasn't a real producer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he only did all of your good albums. You jack fucking... Egomaniac dick, dickhead. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Was that Lars or Rocky? <laughs> he wasn't really a producer. Hey, yo, Adrian, he wasn't really a producer. That's pretty good. It <laughs> sounds exactly like Lars. Um, I thought that was I thought that was Ghidorah or whatever the <laughs> pizzeria. Pizza King of Long Island. <laughs> hey, sorry. Uh, I, I'm with I'm with David Mike. Uh, amazing song, super heavy, uh, super thrashy, um, crazy high energy. Very fitting for you, Russ. Just heart never never goes below 120 beats per minute. Like you're just. Constantly heart pounding music. Yes. Um, I just want to like pile drive my <laughs> song. <laughs> uh, Mitch, what do you got? Oh, sorry. What do you got? I, I was just going to say, would the song be as good if it was an LLC and seven incorporation? <laughs> Next song. Let's go. Yeah, I kind of like that joke. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, while you're on a roll, why don't you take us your number five? All right. My number five. So I lied. I have a second cover on here. My number five is Am I Evil? Um, 
singing Jesus. This, this is a fantastic song. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I, that is true. I, I remember the first time I heard this song, I was in a library just like with my yellow Sony Walkman. And the song came on and I was just stuck in the library. I just, I just had to like listen to the song over and over again. And I missed like two classes going next. Um, the intro to that song, like the first time I heard it, it was just, it was like, I was awestruck. I thought it was like, the opening to some amazing movie that I've just never seen before. And I was convinced I've heard of it before. And it was like some other giant symphonic song from like the 1700s that I didn't know or whatever. <laughs> like it just like everything about it. I was like, this is too good not to have been something already. And it, it just, yeah, it was just like one of those songs like you, when you hear and you're like, I think I've heard this before, but you actually haven't, you just know it like resonates with you. Um, it was the first time I learned tapping and uh, like figure and the hammer-ons and pull-offs like in the beginning and the introduction and everything. So just like accomplishing those solos, learning it felt amazing. Um, I still, I mean, who doesn't do that stupid little hammer-on thing in the beginning of that solo? Like just for, just for fun. Um, I thought it, you said Creeping Death taught you hammer-on and pull-offs. It did, but this taught me to solo. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I Making just it up as he goes along. I I just I just I I love the song. I hear it every time I hear it. I just start he- headbanging involuntarily, and it's just, it's great. <laughs> Shitting involuntarily. <laughs> well, that happens without the song. But. Oh, <laughs> you should really get that checked out. I have. It's not good. I got like three days left. Oh, nice knowing you. Yikes. Uh, yeah, this is a great one. I love the song. Nothing to add. Other what, a great, what a great review <laughs> by Mike. That's why, we have That's why we brought him on. Amazing. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> Mike, why don't you wow us with your number five then? So for five, I have battery, which we've talked about. So nothing new to add there. You're not going to tell us what, al- what album it's off of or anything like that? <laughs> I leave that as an exercise to the listener to figure out. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I feel like we're going to, to no surprise, there will be a lot more repeats as we start narrowing down here. But obviously a great fucking song. Because if you haven't heard it from everyone else, it you're going to be hearing it <laughs> with the upcoming picks. Yeah, I mean, we might we may actually fly through the rest of these because... I'm kind of expecting a couple ones that have already been set. Like, yeah, I think they're going to be a lot of repeats. I mean, yeah, not much else to add other than battery is great. I've told the story of the first time I've heard that song a million times already. And like my face was blown off the back of my head, like on the couch in my house growing up. Like it was just an incredible uh, memory and, and, and moment where I was just locked in on this band forever from that point. Like, it was it, unbelievable. So. It blew your diaper off. That's how fucking heavy a song is. Fucking Jesus. right it did. <laughs> and your face. And that's, that, would be a, that would be a new album cover. Heard, <laughs> better than blood and semen. I heard it for the first time two weeks ago. It blew my diaper off. <laughs> <laughs> and it was full at the time. Um... <laughs> uh, Dave, your number five. Uh, my number five is Blackened. Here we go, and keeping in the spirit, keeping the spirit of of repeats alive. Oh man. Um, yeah, 
nothing more to add about the song. Just I fucking love it, obviously. And uh, yeah, number five. Yeah, I mean, I think we're probably going to now sprint to the end. It would be my Let's guess. Let's do it. <laughs> Most likely. All right, so so since we already talked about Black and a Bunch, I'll go with my number five. I will put this forward now. I'm oh, assuming boy. it is all in your top three, if not your top two. Okay. Master of Puppets is my number five. Wow. Um, I guess not surprised we haven't gotten here yet. Um, but you pop the you, cherry. I pop the I pop the cherry on this. It's from the album Master of Puppets. Just <laughs> oh wait, it is. Wait, you gotta. Mike has to say that. Um, I wrote. I mean, I wrote a bunch of notes across different categories for each song, and my main note for this is this is just an all time classic, undeniable heavy metal song. Perfect riffs from start to finish. The the dual lead solo in the oh, clean so middle is just like burned into my brain, burned into everyone's brain that hears a song. Um, then you come out of that directly into that that build up and and and, and sort of uh, getting back into the verse. And then there's that like that bridge riff where they go up the scale really fast. And I always wish that part was longer, um, but it's probably just the right amount. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> But uh, I always wish that that part was longer because it's just such a sick riff that they play so fast. So this might be James at his like vocals peak for me. Like attitude is there. He's got command of his range. The chorus is super catchy. He's barking in the verses. Like, I mean, I, I don't know why. I don't think I need to like convince people Master Puppets is a good song. Um, Lars, is I working, would say. Lars is working super hard. Yeah, go the ahead. fact that you the fact that you have a song that's over eight minutes in your top five speaks to how great great this fucking song is. There yeah, you. mind blowing. <laughs> I don't like long songs, oh. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I have like a couple other comments. I'm gonna save it for when you guys inevitably talk about it. But there you go. Right. Well, I will just say hey. I did not include the song on my list. Holy if, shit! Oh my god! Which might be an oversight. I don't know. Um, I kind of, I kind of just from from the Mike, beginning, Mike, I was like, I'm not going to include Mike. it. I'm just not going to really think about it because it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, this is not totally fair, but it's like the Enter Sandman of their songs to me. Like I love it. It's amazing. Everything you said is 100 percent right, and I really do love it. But it's just I've heard it. I've heard it. <laughs> it's okay. You're right. That does not make much sense. But it's kind of like their classic. Everyone knows that I've heard it a trillion times. I played on guitar a trillion times. So I kind of I don't really go to it a lot, but I I really love it. Like it probably right. does have a place I know what you meant. Yeah, you're right. No, like this song is so fucking incredible, and it was when I got my first guitar again, like eighth grade, ninth grade, whatever. And I'm like, I'm learning this song. And to Mitch, your point earlier about everything is downstrokes, and that's for a reason. Like there is a tone alternate picking versus downstrokes like it, it's and it's you can it, it's it's real you hear it it's much more thrashy this song destroys your arm i i think like this song probably delayed me sexually because my hand was so <laughs> fucking dead i couldn't masturbate for two years like it was just like, <laughs> like, like i one of my thought <laughs> Like, 
it was nuts. I, I, I literally remember going like, all right, can I make it 40 seconds into the song? Can I make it 50 seconds into the song? Like, as you like built up the stamina to do this fucking thing. And the song's eight minutes or whatever seconds long. Now, luckily, obviously, there is, it, it, you know, it breaks up the intensity, but the song's incredible. That's a really sexy description of Master of Puppets. There you go. <laughs> Mike, I, I hear what you're saying about it being basically kind of played out. When you when you made that mass, uh, Enter Sandman comment, like, like Russ, like, I got what you meant. Like, this is the number two most played Metallica song, right, basically? Um, I totally understand that angle, but I just didn't feel like there was any way I could not have it on my list. Yep, that's fair. Mitch? Just everything about the song, like the fact that it's catchy, like you want to <laughs> sing along to it. It's, you want to sing along with the lyrics, you want to sing along with the guitar, like that's just incredible for them to achieve. I love the harmony structures that they have from thirds to fifths to inverted fifths, like it's just, it's super catchy, like it doesn't follow a pattern, but it but it works. The, the middle part with the harmonies that you're all talking about, I feel like I could pick up any guitar on any amp and play that middle part. And all of a sudden, like, reverb and delay comes out of nowhere. Like, it's just, like, this <laughs> magical, mystical, like, middle harmony thing that happens. Um, yeah, I, it's it's a fantastic song. It's one of the best metal songs ever. That was also the first time I realized the number of frets on a guitar matters. <laughs> like when they like when you're going for like the high harmony of that lead and you know i think my first guitar had the shorter amount of frets and 21 like, frets I, I, or something i can't hit these notes <laughs> all right so that's my number five so now we're into the top four here and we go russ take us to take us to four take us to four land so i'm wondering if where this is going to end up too. It hasn't been mentioned yet, but I feel like it's going to be. Number four for me is Fade to Black. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is like, got to be one of the first songs I think about when I think about this band. I mean, it's, I remember hearing about it in back in the day, it was like they were getting shit for writing the song because it's like, you know, obviously a semi-ballad. But it stood the test of time. I mean, I think I don't know anyone who doesn't love this. And I always have, I have like a lot of memories about this song, whether it be when I was a kid listening to it or the time that like Dave and Mike and I were recording it and like listening to fucking Mike play the fucking solo perfectly and like uh, unbelievable. That's literally my note here. The reason why yeah. I, I will say here, you can skip my turn because now my number four is Fade to Black. And I wrote, the, I said it became my favorite after Mike's solo on the acoustic. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wrote it. And it's, I mean, you guys mentioned solos a lot during, you know, this whole list thing. I mean, this is the one that I think about when I think about Metallica. So, and that's all I really have. Just incredible song. Yeah. One of my favorite songs of all time of any band. So, yeah, I mean, look, this is, I was wondering if, how high we were going to get before the song got called out, like you, Russ. Um, there are a bunch of classic Metallica songs like this, I mentioned before, like the yeah. sort of ballad into the heavy part. Like, I think this one does it the best. I, it's just like, it's, it's even during the, um, 
the verses, like it's still like an intense song to listen to. Um, it's really gentle chord progression and everything, but like the emotion, I guess, in the, in the lyrics, it's a suicide song. But like, I, I think it's it's really, really good to start. And then the outro, that whole whatever it is, three to four minutes at the end of the song that's just guitar solo is like outrageous. Um, it's one of the ones that I play and practice as much as I can. Like this song, is, this is a perfect song to me. This might be on my list. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, like, there's, I've been keeping track of your guys' picks, and I'm wondering, like, which ones that you might have thought were going to be, like, number one or two that aren't even on our other lists. I have a feeling that this is going to be on everyone's list. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I'm actually, there's a great point. I'm actually very curious if any song named from here on out is actually new to the overall list. That'll be very interesting. Yeah. Mitch, why don't you give us your number four and pick something completely new? It's not new. It's not new. I'm going with uh, Unforgiven for number four. Wow. Wow. I don't have anything to add from what we talked about before. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we talked about it on the last episode. (laughs) Mike had a very strong pitch for why this was such an amazing song. (laughs) So go back and listen to part one. Um, no complaints. This is, I mean, it's a great song. Um, moving quick, Mike, give us your number four. So I got Welcome Home Sanitarium. There it is. <laughs> oh, and which album is that on? It's on the album <laughs> called Sanitarium. <laughs> uh. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought albums aren't a thing anymore, right? It's just, yeah, it's just on one YouTube. single that you buy on iTunes. Does anybody, Any call, yeah. does anybody call it Welcome Home? Like, if somebody walked up to you and was like, I love Welcome Home, you'd be like, no. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. No, one, no one has ever That's a really good point, actually. Before. It's only okay. sanitarium, which is so weird. No, Dave, your number I mean, four you said is... I, I, well, yeah, I Fade to Black. This is my second time around. I've had the same pick as Russ on the same slot. How's, how's the slot? <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> so... Sick. A little loose. Good, good pick. Good six, pick. Six slot. <laughs> six slot. Um, all right. Well, then my number four is blackened. <laughs> Dave, was your number five? Oh. Well, uh, here we it go. Mitch, it was your number six. I mean, I, I'd said the majority, I think, of my stuff for blackened before. Mitch, you said it was lower on your, like you said it was like, you were curious if people would think that it was too low at six on yours. I actually had it at four and I was like, well, people think this is too high for blackened. Um, so it's kind of interesting. We had like a parallel thought on that. Um, I think Mike, you mentioned that the solo is crazy or insane. I wrote everything about the bridge into the solo is ridiculous quote. Um, <laughs> it has such a satisfying end uh, ending. Um, just the way it's just kind of like, <clears throat> just like slams to the end. Um, yeah, Blacken's great. So that was that was our top. What do we do? Seven through four. We got through that many. A lot more duplicates. Uh, a lot of us saying the word uh, "fucking awesome." I think maybe <laughs> uh, rules. Sure. Talking a lot about how we play guitar. So in case you need like a band for your wedding. Um, so this is part two. 
I think we'll be able to close this out in a part three. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time. Part three, top three Metallica songs of all time. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Blackened is the end.